All right, quick note about the show before you start listening. The air conditioner is still in the background. You're going to hear it. It's just part of the show. Okay, just get used to it. Sorry. Um, I'll try to figure out a way to like filter out background noise. I just don't know how. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm learning. We're, we're getting, we're getting there. Um, so I'm using that same software again. Sounds good. But I wanted to tell you that you're not going to hear the intro because I had the intro. You know, where it says this just in and this Beastie Boys, wicked, 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 wicked. That's not in here this time because it, uh, I deleted it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach. That's five minutes of your life you'll never get back. The the five minutes that it took him to create that little intro for me. Um, I'll just have him do it again. I need to make it better anyway. So anyway, I, I was just making that note so that if you didn't hear it, you're like, well, it was on last time. It's not on this time. What happened? I'm just getting ahead of it. Okay. The show is very low budget. Okay. So just be happy it even exists at all. Or don't be happy. I don't care. Maybe you hate the show. What are you listening to it for? All right. On with the show. All right. We're doing this. This is official we now. We're finally official. I'm glad we're official. Yes. Grab your PBR, which you opened I know. You got me, me fucking over I here drinking PBR yes, and shit. I do. I'm going to I don't even get my own goddamn mic. <laughs> How, okay just so everyone is aware of what's happening right now okay i'm in an rv with my nephew how's it going we're drinking pbr inside of an rv recording a podcast that no one listens to right you don't yeah. even listen to it i listen to what's it. the last one you listened to the, that you weren't in one that you probably sent me. Uh-huh. That's about uh, it. One of your R and R's. One of your little R and R sessions. Yeah. See, my own nephew doesn't even listen to my show, but he's here today. Cause I contribute. That's why <laughs> I contribute. I'm a contributor. And you're about to go to pilot school. I am about to go to pilot school. Cheers. So we can cheers to that again. Cheers our aluminum PBR cans to that. Yeah, cause I have to become an alcoholic now. You know, since they won't let me smoke. Apparently yeah. the I think you might need to get a little closer to the microphone than that. Just, I'm not. No, no, we're good. We're good. I'm not saying you have to like. We have to rub knees. We're sharing a microphone because I don't have my shit together. I'm. <laughs> I can't even do a podcast right. So we have one microphone because I can't figure out with this new software how to get two microphones recording into the same thing. Apparently, you gotta download some shit. You have to download some shit, and we don't have time for that. It's already 8.15. I'm going to have to drink my warm milk and go to bed here in about 45 minutes. Well, you're drinking piss water right now, so there's well, not a big difference. That's why I drink the warm milk, is to get the piss water out of my I taste, do. out of my mouth. Okay. All right. Yes. I like it. I like it. Yeah. And also because it helps me sleep. Because I'm all, Actually, you know I can't drink warm milk. It might be a warm almond milk. Yeah, you'd be up all night. I would, too. <laughs> yes. you got to get the silk, though. If you're going to do it, you got to do the yes. silk. Because for the people who are listening, they don't know I'm lactose intolerant. 
and even the slightest amount of dairy will send me into a literal shitstorm. What are you checking your phone for? Rude ass. You watching more porn on Twitter? I can't help it. That by that's the way, in my recommended. By the way, he showed his grandfather, my father, porn at the dinner table. <laughs> did you or did you not? I did. Tell the I story. Did. Why did you do this? But okay, so 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 basically how it started is we were uh we were we were doing some some debating. You know, he's a he's an older gentleman, so he really has an issue. He doesn't even really know what Twitter is. He said that we were tweeters. I'm not. I'm not a tweeter myself. But you know, he just does Facebook. But you're on Twitter. But I'm on Twitter, so I had to show him what what's on there. I had to show him, you know, the you know the ins and outs. I had to show him the dark side of Twitter real quick, you know. And for most of you, if if any of you guys are younger, you guys know that that's not even the darkest shit on Twitter. You guys know it gets a lot worse than just you well, know. What's darker than that? I mean, we got red rooms. We got what's a red room? So, so what's a red room? Yeah, what's so, a red room? So, so yeah. that's like some dark web shit, right? Okay. So like, so like red rooms, it's like are, where people kill each other. Yeah, it's no like, shit, bro. So I just guessed. So it's like pretty much like you get a room and it's you know illuminated in red light. Sometimes you know sometimes it's just a room and and like people they request what they want to happen. So sometimes mm. there's like a there's kidnappings and you know they have somebody some somebody that they kidnapped in the room or or sometimes they kill somebody in there. I mean it's a whole bunch of fucked well, up shit. But but how many of these are staged? Or can, or can um, you tell if they're staged? Like, is some it of them are thing? staged, but see, here's the thing: is that like it's on the dark web, so a lot of it. How's Twitter on the dark web? There's dark parts of Twitter. There's dark parts of Twitter. How do you get to the dark parts of Twitter? Man, now I'm not on Twitter, so like all I know about Twitter is that you scroll through a feed, and, and you'll pretty much see all sorts of stuff like political commentary. Pictures from your friends and then a dick in someone's ass. So pretty, yeah, yeah, especially the dick in someone's ass. But that's that's but that's typically know. your that's typically pictures of your friends, though. Is it like um, a link to? Yeah, so there's a lot of a links outside, on there. Outside, like a separate Twitter. Yeah, or is that can happen on Twitter where there's there's links and it'll take you to uh, certain websites and things like that. Um, not only will you have you know links that'll take you to outside sources. But a lot of people, there's not very much uh, restriction on Twitter. Wait, wait. So you know, so you can't call, you can't call Caitlyn Jenner Bruce Jenner because you'll get kicked off of Twitter. You won't get kicked off of Twitter. No, you, for that. Th- yes, no. Someone was. I can't remember who it was. It was probably a high profile. We might have to Google it. I'm gonna Google it right now. It might Where's be. My a, mouse? It might be a high profile, like official that that happens with. But rarely does that ever happen with just your common folk. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, my God. I can't click the right thing. Hold on. It never happens with your common folk. That's the main See, thing. I don't know. Because I know for sure that someone got kicked off of Twitter for... I'm typing right now. I don't have a Jamie like I'm Joe Rogan. So I got to do this myself. Um, here, can you type in for me? Because you're over there closer to it. Yeah. Can you type in uh, kicked it. off Twitter for dead naming Jenner? Somebody did. Somebody got kicked off of Twitter for calling. They, it's called dead naming. Did you know that that's what it's called? No. Okay. No. And so, I'm, you might be misunderstanding the situation too, because they might they might have said oh they got canceled or something like that. Nobody's really ever kicked off Twitter because everybody that has a Twitter has at least three four accounts and they're all different people and you don't know who. You know. Well, yeah, but if you're a famous person, which I think it might have been like one of those people who's verified, exactly, like where you get the magic blue check, and 
then you can't just go in and make another. I mean, you can, but people aren't going to know that it's you, and you're not going to have the same. People are going to think you're the fake version of you because you don't have that blue check because you can't. Is that it? Amir Khan, sorry for dead naming Caitlyn Jenner on Snapchat. Well, that's Snapchat. That's not Twitter. Okay, I, we got woman banned from Twitter for writing men aren't women. Okay, but my point is because it was a feminist journalist. So that I, yeah, I, again, I think I think that's my here, thi- my thing is okay. So yeah, but the, but the, what I'm trying to say is that you can get kicked off of Twitter for shit that's not near as bad as murdering someone in a red room and I know that like I don't know do, do you kick off the person who provided the link because then like you said they have just like four accounts they may have four fake accounts but Mute. if you kick off that person who posted the link then they just come back with one of their exactly. other ones and, and then, then you so and how then, do you keep it off well uh, so it's pretty much there's a lot of people out there that are on that that work for Twitter and they just constantly go through feeds and make sure whatever it is is appropriate for whatever their rights and their regulations are. I'm not a, uh, a, a internet savant or a guru, so don't, don't take, everything, take everything I say with a uh, grain of salt, please. But um, No one listens to this. You're fine. No. But they, <laughs> we can say whatever we want. That's the best part. Let's know, just, somebody, there's always somebody listening. There's always, I'm going to tell you that. There's always somebody listening. Yeah, you know? There's always somebody listening. But, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of things, you know? But, again, I think, I think like, most people... I think, really, the interactions between people, it really shows you the, you know, the negative nature of humans and how, like, angry we are with each other. I think that really comes to play on Twitter, especially the comments section. It's more about what happens... Twitter is more about what happens in the comments than the actual post itself, you know? more conversations and more things go down in the comments so somebody will say something like let's say oh, I'm, gonna get, I'm probably going to get banned for typing this because I'm saying Bruce Jenner instead of Caitlyn Jenner if you go to the comments you will be in those comments you can be in those comments for hours on just that one post you see what I'm saying because people are having there's threads they're called threads and people are just going back and forth talking about it arguing people are sending in videos links people are putting mm-hmm. pictures gifs everything people, people are doing that well, I don't know, okay, I mean, you said that it shows the dark side of humans, which I believe it does, but I can't, I can't figure out if people are naturally dark and are able to express it on Twitter because they're allowed to, or are people not inherently dark but Twitter makes them turn dark. I mean, let's be honest. First of all, it's 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 a mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why superheroes go around wearing capes and suits and masks and stuff like that because they can do whatever the hell they want and then they can go about living their lives as if, as if you know, nobody ever saw them. You know what I'm saying? So I can go out there and kick somebody's ass with a mask on and I can go back home and go about my day. Once I take the mask off, I'm not that guy anymore. Nobody's going to know I'm the one that did it. You know? And then also on top of that, yes, I think people are inherently that bad. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for the society that we built, that we, through learned behavior, have structured ourselves to think a certain way and act a certain way, we'd be still raping and killing each other, and like, you know, and, and, and wouldn't have a second thought about it. Um, 
Well, it's hard to say because, I mean, I know that... I know that people definitely used to rape, kill, and murder a lot more in the past, but did they really, though? Like, this is what I can't decide. Because, you know, you hear stories about like the Wild West and how people got in gunfights and you would assume that every other day or every day someone was getting shot in the middle of town in a, in a, in a, a draw what was it called? fucking where you dr- standoff you know what is that called? I don't know I don't know why am I blanking on the name a, a duel yes a duel. yes yes a duel so <laughs> it's the, the PBR yeah the, yeah <laughs> It also there's a makes reason, you retarded. There's it? a reason why rednecks are dumb. It's because PBR makes you dumb. Or do I drink PBR because I'm already dumb? Like, am I dumb and I drink PBR, or is the PBR making me dumb? I think you drink That's PBR because you're redneck. The same thing with Twitter and, and darkness. Am I dark because I'm on Twitter? Because I, here's the thing. I think that honestly, I know that people are inherently dark to a degree, but I think that Twitter and other social media platforms like it. I think they enhance the darkness. I'm going to show you. What, are you going to show me more? I'm not going to show you any porn, but I'm going to show you just the conversations that happen on Twitter. Well, no, well, okay, I can read them, but like I already know. Like People people bitch and argue. Like I get it. I've seen them before. You know You've seen them? Okay. No, I mean, I've all seen right, them. All right, all right. Like, I'm familiar. Okay. But what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... If these people were in person, face to face, they would not be talking to each other like that. Exactly, because it's a mask, like I said. Well, right. But what I'm saying is, is that darkness in the person already, and Twitter allows them to express it, or because Twitter exists and gives them that mask it then makes them feel do things that they otherwise would not do in a face-to-face situation. I mean, I think that's the same thing, though, that you just said. Because it, it gives them a mask, yes. So obviously they're going to do something that's not inherently them, that's not going to portray themselves to their peers and their family, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that, that, that they wouldn't like. So, yeah, you know, if you get on Twitter and you start arguing with somebody over, over dead naming Caitlyn Jenner, or something like that. When you know your girlfriend, it would be totally against it, but she doesn't know about your, you know, your, uh, your spam account. Then, then yeah, then, then of course. But I think, I think, there, because there are sometimes some things like let's say when you're growing up and there's the biggest kid on the on the playground, right? And you think he's a dick. Everybody thinks he's a dick, right? But you can't tell him he's a dick because he's gonna beat your ass, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if I go on mm-hmm. Twitter. I can tell him he's a dick because I'm using Warbin Jangenheimer Schmidt's my account name, you know what I'm saying, on Twitter. And I'm going to call him a dick, and that's going to be fine. So I think it's already there. I think whenever you – it does give people a certain confidence. So, yeah, there might be some things that they normally wouldn't even think about that they come to a conclusion to just because they're on Twitter. But, again, at the end of the day, I think it's already inherently there. It just might give them that extra confidence boost to to maybe get a little bit more creative with it, I would say. Okay, but would you agree that extended use of Twitter over a long period of time 
Like if you're on Twitter all day, every day. Does and it this, and psychological this is, effects? Right. And this yeah. is what you do. And yeah. you do it a lot for yeah. an extended period of time. It makes you become a darker person than you otherwise would have become without it. I wouldn't. No. No. I wouldn't say it makes you a darker person. I would say it may. I would say if anything, more the the conversation would be is it it probably warps your perception of reality a little bit more. It makes you actually, uh, it makes you actually think that your opinion is important. Because you know on Twitter you know you're gonna get a response from people you know regardless. Whereas you know if me and you were to say something in a group of people they would just be like shut the fuck up. But on Twitter we would get a response from a thousand plus people. So I think it gives you more of the confidence to say what you want. Uh, and how you want it, but no, I don't. I don't think it's, it inherently makes you makes you darker. I think it just warps people's perception of reality. See, we have to disagree there, really? respectfully, okay. because I think that if you take a person who's not who, who's a kind person, who's not a naturally dark person, okay. And then I think that if you put them on Twitter in the right combination of conversations and. P- and back and forth over extent, say the same thing I life, think though. that that's going to make that person darker than they were before they started using Twitter okay I mean yeah of course I mean if you put a sane person in a sane asylum like their capacity for darkness will be higher is what I'm saying their capacity that, that see I think the, the thing is, is you're automatically attributing the darkness of a person to Twitter, I like I said, I I think no, not necessarily. I, I I don't think it stems from Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Twitter, yeah. Twitter but does it exaggerate? Twitter, what I'm saying is, if it doesn't, if it's not the cause, it does it at least exaggerate the darkness? I don't think it does. I think I think it exaggerates the darkness, but I don't think it's a direct cause. Again, I think it's because it warps your perception of reality. Because you're getting all these. You're getting, whenever you dive into a certain subject, you're getting all these people's certain specific views that are in the same mind frame. That's why, because it's all an algorithm, okay? So things that you see on Twitter, it's either from people you follow or it's because it's... Or people you fight. Or or people you fight, but I mean, you're going to be following them. Or else it's stuff that has to do with things that you like. So if you're into sports, I don't really give a shit about tennis or soccer. But I see a whole bunch of tennis and soccer shit on mine because I follow sports pages that have to do with basketball, that have to do with football. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you're into basketball and football, you might be into Yeah, soccer. so you're going to be a sports guy. So you're going to start, you're going to catch things here and there. You see what I'm saying? So it kind of, what, what Twitter does and what all these social media platforms do is they kind of put everything into a vacuum, your interest, so that you have instant access to everything that you're interested in. So if you're into some dark shit, or else if you're a dark person, then yeah, the comments that you usually like and retweet or that you comment back to when somebody comments something and you comment on that, you're going to see more of those because there's more interaction. And that's the thing about these social media uh, social media websites or you know platforms is it's more about interactions. It's not really about what you're doing with it. It's how many, how, how long I can keep you engaged. Okay. It's about how long I can keep you engaged on a certain subject. So, of course, it's going to put things that you normally interact with. So, if you're a naturally dark person, it may accentuate that because you're going to keep on seeing all this dark shit constantly. Okay? But your Twitter is going to look completely different from that guy's over there. He might be a right. very positive person. So, he's not going to see that shit. He's only going to see positive things. Well, so, it may accentuate his positivity. 
Well, what I think is that, yeah, so, so I agree with, with part of that, but, but the other thing that I'm saying is that uh, if you have a positive person, and this person who's always positive just once, twice, a couple times interacts or, or has some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, uh, the PBR is getting to me. But um, some sort of interaction with this, like, let's say this, this really nice guy. Okay. Let's say super nice. Okay. Like Mormon nice. Okay. Right? Okay? Absolutely. And he's just scrolling through Twitter, and he happens upon one of these Red Room links. Okay. And he clicks it just out of curiosity. Okay. Okay? Now Twitter thinks he's into that. So they okay. send him a little bit more. So then it depends on your interactions with it. If he doesn't interact with it after he sees that, you know what I'm saying? If they do send a couple more, he's like, "Oh shit, I've seen this before. I'm not gonna fuck with it." Then they're gonna stop sending it. But let's say it plants a seed. Okay. It plants a seed that he that would not have been planted without having that introduction into him. And then so they plant this seed, and then maybe he sees it again and he clicks on it again because I mean now that kind of ties back. To what you're saying, how maybe he's inherently dark and he doesn't realize, like maybe he's into that kind of stuff. Exactly. Like maybe he's into murdering. He just didn't know it until he saw well, it. Or he just might be a very susceptible human being. And and then if that's the case, then he's not the norm. You know what I'm saying? You can't really count him into it. Or is he? I mean, I, people are like extremely in, influenceable. They are. They're malleable. They, they can are. be molded. They can be influenced very easy. And so the problem is, is when people get, they're, they're substituting real human interaction with virtual online interaction of people that they don't know. And, and, and the scary part about what social media has allowed people to do these days is back in the day, if you were crazy... Mm-hmm. Or stupid, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only people you had to interact with were the ones that were immediately around you, and it, it was all face to face in person. Or That's talk- very true. Okay, so that was a way that people self-governed craziness. Okay, now what we've done is we've taken that same crazy person who otherwise would have been snuffed—not like literally like murdered, snuffed out—but like their ideas, their their idiotic ideas would have yeah. been suppressed. Yes. By those around them. Okay. Okay. But now what we've done, and not intentionally, of course, this was not never the intention. But what's happening is an end result is that 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 crazy person can now find. Other crazy, crazy people. Other crazy people who think like him. With similar ideologies. Right. That they don't, that, like, that's, that they live on the other side of the country. Or they live in a different country altogether. Yes. So, now these people can just get into a room online. Or yep. in, a, in a chat group or whatever. And they can just, just vomit in each other's mouths back and forth and validate each other. And make each other feel more emboldened. To you know, entrench themselves in this crazy ideology that they otherwise, back in the day before social media, would have been uh, suppressed by the real people that they interact with personally. So it's created like these little pockets, yeah, where people can Beaches. go into these these little pockets and find each other and embolden each other and just make each other feel, you know, 
like they're not as crazy as they really are. Yeah. And then they even now it's evolved to the point to where now they think you're crazy. They think that they've got it right, and you've got it wrong. So now we have like, you know, a hundred different opinions on mm-hmm. every topic, and there's a hundred groups for a hundred different opinions, and every group thinks the other ninety nine are wrong. That's true. That is true. But the thing is, so like, let's say back in the day, you did have a crazy person, right? And they were so crazy. Well, okay, there's something wrong with this person. We send them to an insane asylum. Again, the same thing's happening there, okay? Except it's just going to be in person, okay? You see what I'm saying? See, the thing is, is with Twitter and, and you know, other social media platforms is that it gives people a chance to see, like, maybe the success stories. You know, it's like you may have somebody that was crazy and out here raping and killing people, but then they changed their life around and they started doing better for, you know, the community and they started thinking better. They're able to see that. They're able to interact with that person directly and maybe be able to get some advice from them that they wouldn't otherwise be able to. And they would just get shipped, shipped off to a mental house and never thought of again. Or else where they'd become even more crazier because they're in a, in a fucking warehouse with, with thousands of people and getting shock therapy every day. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, of course, everything's very conditional of what you're saying, you know. I mean, that's one out of seven billion. But, at the, again, at the end of the day, it's, it's, I think the main thing that Twitter tries to do is give everybody a voice, regardless of if they're wrong. They try to give everybody a, a voice, as long as, as long as what they're saying, if, if it's an opinion, or else if you're stating it as an opinion, you can say whatever the hell you want. But if you're saying something and you're stating it as fact, or if you're in a very high political standing, like let's say Trump, because we were talking about Trump, he got banned, or, you know, banned off Twitter. It's because he was saying a lot of very non-factual, a, very, a lot of fiction uh, posts. He was putting a lot of things out there. He was saying things about Congress and about laws that were being made and about things that were going on in the world that were just dead wrong. And people were starting to have a certain idea of the way the world is going on. And he's the most influential man on the planet. You see what I'm saying? Well, but a lot of people say things that are wrong on Twitter. Not the most influential. All the- Again, and but they're not stating it as fact. Trump states everything as fact. We know that. Okay? He said if you want to get a girl, you grab her by the pussy. He was like, oh, I tried grabbing her by the pussy. No, he says you grab him by the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trump's not out here stating things as like, oh, I think this, that, the third. And also, nobody's the fucking president of the United States either. You know what I'm saying? Well, there are a lot of flat earthers, though. So... Are there and more? All idiots. And yeah. all, but, and, but there's just as many people that are for flat Earth that are getting made fun of for following flat Earth. Well, but what that's what saying? that's what I'm saying. You need to let people, even if it's Trump, you need to let crazy people say crazy shit. The solution is not to no, let me hear me out. Hold okay, on. Go ahead. The solution is not to tell that crazy person that they can't say the crazy shit, because then that's a slippery slope. Because then. Okay, we, we might all be able to agree that something that Trump said was crazy shit. Okay? Okay. But then, who determines where we go from there? That There's this trickle-down effect that happens where the, it goes... It starts off with things that are obviously crazy. Like, yes. things that are obviously wrong. That's yeah. how it starts. But then... Once that has been established, once we have censored someone for saying something crazy... Okay. Then, it takes a statement that's a little less crazy to get the same result. So now we're censoring people for saying stuff that's not quite as crazy as what Trump said, but slightly less crazy. And then once we've done that, 
we we start censoring people for saying stuff that's slightly less crazy. And then who is who is in charge of determining whether or not the thing that they said was crazy? Because not everything is it's clearly black and white. It's thousands of people that work for Twitter. It's not any particular person that just sits down and is like, okay, this is good or not. It's thousands of people that that they sit there and they scroll through okay, and then they send it to this group and then the group says, okay, yes, this is good or not. And then it goes to an editor and the editor says if it's good or not. And also, we're, again, ignoring the fact that this is the most influential man on the planet. This man cannot, regardless of what it is, this man cannot just say whatever he wants. Well, I know there's thousands of people that work at Twitter, but there's only a handful that actually have the authoritative power to ban someone or to even report it. Like, most of those people are doing grunt work. So it's not thousands of people who have a decision in whether or not someone should be banned because they said something crazy. There is a handful. And who are these hand? Why do these handful of people get to decide who gets to have public speech and who doesn't. Someone on a recent podcast I was, I was listening mm-hmm. to said that social media should be considered a utility. This was, uh, God, what's his name? I was just listening to him. He was on Rogan. Um, two seconds, hold on. I can look it up because he was... John, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore. Okay. Jimmy Dore was just... He said it earlier, and I don't know if he's quoting somebody else or if this is an original thought from Jimmy Dore. But he said that social media and the internet is a utility, just like the phone used to be. If you wanted to start a business mm-hmm. back before the internet was a thing, you had to have a phone. Imagine if AT&T was listening on your conversations and didn't like what you were saying, and they prevented you from having a phone it would effectively shut down your business today social media is the phone so when you tell someone when you're listening in on someone's social media and you're telling them that they can't have that you're effectively shutting down their ability to make a living start a business whatever it's not just censoring them keeping them from saying shit it trickles down into their daily lives. It keeps them from being able to earn a living. It keeps them from being able to provide for their families because you didn't like what they said. Now, I know, like I said, some things I'm going to stop you right there because that's a terrible... I don't know whoever said that. That's a terrible example because... What, the phone example? Yes. Why is it... Because... Okay. Okay. No, because here's why. Because here's why. Because if you're... Because... You shutting down somebody's Twitter, rarely is that ever going to affect their business, no, unless unless media. if you kick them off all social media, unless they're in the small ten percent, unless they're in the small ten percent of human beings that actually make a living from how popular they are. Okay, that only affects. Sorry, I just burped, and it stinks really bad. It's the PBR, guys. Just blow it the other way. But. That only affects the small 10% of people that actually make money from how popular they are off of social media. Okay? That's the only time. No, I don't agree. That's the only time. Because, listen, if you you have a real estate company and you want to advertise your listings for sale. Okay. And you can't do it on social media. That's affecting your ability to advertise. Let's say that you are a chiropractor. Okay. And you have a brick and mortar. Okay. 
You can't call people. Yeah, you because, can. No, no you, not anymore. You know, nobody, nobody answers unknown numbers anymore. They don't. They screen them. If you, if it's somebody you know, they'll leave a voicemail or they'll text you. But you can't advertise. You can't go down the phone book and just start calling people and drumming up business like you used okay. to. You have to have. You have to have social media to get your name for out that there. particular business. For yes. well, and, and other businesses like it. Yes, but here's the thing. So most of the time, and it doesn't. People getting canceled on Twitter, and doesn't it, for the older generation. It doesn't happen as often as you guys think it does. The only time this because your only interactions with social media are through the or through the media, through through traditional media. That's why you guys think that people get canceled a lot more than they do. They really don't. I don't think you guys understand the egregious things that people have to say. The egregious things that they have to do on social media for them to actually get banned or for for them to get canceled or something like that. Rarely does it ever happen to be that somebody says something on a on on social media and and they get canceled for it. Rarely does that happen. Um but most of the time you pretty much are going to shoot yourself in the own foot when it comes to things like that. So, let's say if you did have a real estate business, okay? And um your real estate that. your real estate I know, right? Your real estate ba- your real estate business has its own uh its own social media page, okay? Um and if let's say you do everything picture perfect, you only talk about your listings, you only talk about prices, you only talk about what you and your team are doing on that particular page. Um and you're picture perfect on that but then your name is associated with it in the about info and it's going to be and you know let's say uh you justin let's say justin miller you have your own page and you start spewing off all this nonsense you're pretty much going to be shooting yourself in the same foot because people that view your page are going to be like oh shit this dude over here is is over here talking shit about um something that i strongly believe in so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell people not to follow his real estate page. I'm gonna tell people not to, to to listen to him, which is no different than if back in the day, if somebody were to call you and you were like, "Oh shit, is this Justin Miller? I heard you didn't you you know you didn't follow God or you weren't a you weren't a Christian." I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy real estate oh. from you. There's no difference there. Just the fact that more people are able to interact with it. Uh, well, I think that the fact that more people are able to interact with it is the difference. I think because now that one person—that's well, what I just said. Well, no, you said there's no difference besides more people are able to interact with it, and you said that is the difference. Oh yeah, no, I misunderstood you. Okay, so well, right, but that's what I'm. Yes, so if if you piss off someone. I mean, they can destroy your reputation and your livelihood so much easier now than they could have before. And because you have the mask, like we talked about earlier, you have that mask on. If there's something that but you wouldn't have the opportunity to reach as many people with your business that you originally would. It's a two-sided coin. Yes, you're 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 right. But most of my business is local people. Like, what if my business is not something that is on the internet that I can distribute stuff nationwide? What if my business is something where you have to come into my store and buy shit? Okay. Right? So, like, if someone, if I piss off the wrong person, and then they spread lies about me, or they censor me, or they they remove my ability to advertise myself publicly on social media, then that is detrimental... To my business in a degree that is much more severe than back in the day 
when it was just by phone. Right. And so if you take away my phone, which is the analogy we're using, right? If you take away my phone, mm-hmm. I have no opportunity to drum up business. I can't advertise. People don't come to my store. Mm-hmm. I can't provide for my family. So, and I know that that doesn't happen that often. Right. Okay. But what I'm saying is it doesn't happen that often yet. How, this is what I'm saying. It starts with okay. Trump, and then it's something else, My thing is it's and then it's this, okay. and then it trickles down okay. to the common man, like you and me, yeah. and we say the wrong thing, and the wrong person reports us, and because we've set a precedent in the past, because you dead-named, you called Caitlin Bruce, yeah. because we've set this precedent, someone who has a mask on, who's emboldened to do something yeah. against you, they don't even know you. They don't even have to know you. It could be anybody in the country. They just happen to see someone you didn't know existed yes. that lives in Vermont. Yes. And they just saw your post and they reported mm-hmm. you to Twitter and Twitter kicked you off. Okay. It's going to trickle down to that point. That's what I'm saying. It That's the slippery slope. It eventually gets there. Okay. That's why you can't let it get started in the first can I, place. Can I interject on this? Yes. So okay, so this is this is again, this is the this is this is where the utility that you were talking of, this is where it comes into play, and this is also the two sided coin I was talking about. Because let's say you say something that somebody may particularly may not like, or maybe somebody's just spreading false information about you so that your business so you can't drum up more business, correct? Yes. You can also do the same thing to them and you can cancel them. Or well, you can report them for the for the false but you're if, off but you're off. But you're not ever. First of all, you, you can't if, do it if you're. If off. you if you get canceled or something happens, you're never, you're never not going to have a chance to to speak to somebody about it. Okay, all right. Trump had multiple chances. He got he got he got banned, and he got multiple chances to come back, and they let him come back multiple times before they're like, all right, you're still speaking bullshit. Okay, you're still giving out false information that's that's detrimental to the to to the public because you are the most influential person and you're lying straight to their faces and now people are literally getting beaten over it people it's actually having real world implications that are negative you see what i'm saying because of your false uh, because of your false ideologies and because of the false things that you're saying okay it's because the things that they were saying that he was saying actually had negative impact in the real world okay so let's let's say somebody was saying something about Justin Miller and was talking shit and trying to ruin your real estate business, okay? And that was definitely a lie. You could ban them. You may be banned for 30 minutes. You see what I'm saying? If they if they were able to actually get you banned, rarely are you going to get banned for something you do unless you're the fucking president or unless you're a, a, a journalist. They only hold you to those standards if your profession requires you to tell the truth such as journalists those are the only people and of course you're going to hear whether or not they get banned because of course they're going to be the ones that you're going to be hearing from because they're in charge of the media you know what i'm saying how much is twitter paying you to defend the- <laughs> i'm just kidding no 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 no, <laughs> I'm no, 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 no. I'm i understand that i understand because it probably does sound <laughs> no, no, like I, that. I see what you're saying it probably does sound saying. like that but my generation we again it's more the utility we understand how to use it we understand that there's ups and downs and there's negatives and positives and pros and cons to, to, to social media. You know, a lot of us, don't get me wrong, a lot of us hate social media, but we're, we're really addicted. And I think that's the real conversation that should be had is the, the addiction that social media has over people. I don't think it should really be, you know, the, the negative impact or if it makes people darker, you know, canceling somebody is right or wrong. 
because at the end of the day it's usually a popular consensus of people that it's more it's more like a democracy i would say social media than anything else that we actually have here in the u.s <sighs> kind of it's all big corporate. It's all big corporate names. Yeah, okay. You're saying there's a small group of people that edit what can and cannot be said. I think it's more of an oligarchy, honestly. Okay. Like a, okay. a, a democracy would a democracy in my opinion mm-hmm. would be where cuz we did not elect these people. Okay. Okay. So we don't have a choice in who these people are who say who decide what we can and can't say. Okay. So the the CEO of Twitter, I can't remember his name. Uh, I, I Mark no Zuckerberg. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the CEO of people, but all these CEOs of, of all these social media companies, we did not elect them. They are people who have created this utility that we are now dependent upon. Okay, and they decide what you can say. And what you can't say. So if you didn't, if if our country was run by people we didn't elect, it is. It is, by the way. Well, the country is run by people that we don't elect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, I was trying to. I thought you were trying to say the country is run by people we do elect. I was like, well, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, we're given the choice between. Have you seen that episode of South Park? A douche and a turd. Yeah. <laughs> between a douche and a turd. So we're given the choice between a douche and a turd, but we're not even given that. We're given one less choice in that. Yeah. When it comes to social media CEOs, we have no choice in who the CEO of a social media company is that we rely on to be able to perform daily activities, which is a utility. Okay. So we did not, and, and these people get to tell us what we can and can't say and decide if we can or can't use this utility that they have made us dependent upon how people ma- who we did not elect That's, so I wouldn't say it's like a democracy I would say it's more just like a, a few rich people at the top they let us play around down here in the sandbox and if someone you know tattles then they have to decide okay well what are we going to do well my thing is I mean would you go let's say you had a inter- job interview and they said oh you can't drink or do drugs and you're like well that's bullshit and they're like, well, I'm not going to fucking hire you. It doesn't matter because, first of all, it's their platform that they created. They they have the monopoly to say or do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I'm saying? That's a th- I think that's something that a lot of, I think the older generation doesn't understand. I think they see social media. It's still a website at the end of the day. You're still going to an IRL or a URL. You're still, you're still, you're still, I know, right? Such a IRL. I know, right? You're still, you're still logging into a URL. You're still, you're still having to sign in. You're still having to use a password. You know, you're still using their product. You know what I'm saying? You don't get in a car and you don't you don't drink and drive and then a cop pulls you over and you're like, well, shit, it's my car. No, you don't. Because at the end of the day, you are a you are you you are under the rules. You are allowed to drive because of your driver's license. And there are certain rules that come with that driver's license. Just like you're on Twitter, you have a Twitter account because because whoever created Twitter allows you to have a Twitter. There, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it, it's their product, and they can say, and they can they can govern it however they would like to. Okay, but I think the difference is that, and you're right, like, first of all, I agree with a lot of what you said, but there is a difference between a car 
in social media. Is there, though? Well, yeah. Well, you need both, but here's the thing. Someone can't just, without any checks and balances, this, this, is, the, this is the key difference. Someone can't just come in and usurp laws without checks and balances and just take your car away. Okay? So, if someone's going to take your car away, they want to take your driver's license away, you have to have broken a law that is in writing. It has to go to court, go to a judge, all that kind of stuff has to happen. There are systems of checks and balances with this. In social media, there is none of that. There is, though. They can just take you off. It's like someone just comes and takes your car away, and you're like, what the fuck? And they're like, well... Uh, so-and-so told us that you had too much to drink the other night and you drove home and so we heard about it and sorry you don't have a choice we're taking your car and that's it and you're like how the fuck am I going to get to work and they're like that's not our problem it would be more it would be more like you haven't paid your car bill in six months and they come and they're like hold up like, and you, you ask them what happened because it's more because again Whenever they cancel you or when they take your social media platform away, not only is there nothing stopping you from making 50 other social media accounts that they have no idea who the fuck you are, and you can say the same shit and it doesn't matter, okay? And also, you have to have a certain prestige for them to even give a fuck what you're saying anyways, okay? So that's one thing, because any regular Joe on the street can get their car taken away from them for breaking the law and, and, and on social media. You actually have to have some sort of standing and and usually what you're saying has to have some real life implications for them to actually take action that's the first thing second thing is there is a contract that you sign on social media whenever you get a facebook whenever you get a twitter when you get a snapchat when you get an no instagram one reads that then that's your fucking no fault one, you don't do you read the user agreement fuck no i didn't exactly. but but if i do something and they're like this goes against our terms of agreement well shit i didn't read them my fault. Can I can I use it again? I won't do it again. But my fault. Like you're right. I guess I did fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 that's the thing is like yes, there is a contract that you sign. And most people think that it's their right to just do whatever they want. Look, freedom ain't free and we all know that, brother. You know what I'm saying? Freedom freedom ain't free. Freedom you, isn't free. Regardless, you know, we got the second amendment. That comes with a lot. That comes with a lot. You know what I'm saying? The people that fight for our freedom, they can't say whatever the fuck they want. If they go out in public and they say some shit, they're going to get stripped of their job title. But that didn't used to happen. Yes, it did. You could you could be openly It was even racist. more stringent back, back in, the, day. in the good old days. You could be openly racist in public. Hey, That's don't, when America was great. By the way, great. I am interjecting. That's what America needs to get back to. I am black. We could and be openly racist. I do not approve of this message. <laughs> I do not approve of this message. This is not a Drew approved message. He's only half black, so he's half racist. That's he's just as racist as he is not racist. Which means I am completely neutral, like the Swiss. Okay, mm. that's what that you means. do look Swiss. You could be Swiss. You're one of those people. You look like you could be anything. anything. You could be Hispanic. Yep. You could be black. You yep. could be. What what did they say earlier? Uh, the, the, Ethiopian. The Ethiopian. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody asked you if you were Ethiopian the other day. Yeah. 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 And so. they were from Ethiopia, so they felt like they had a really good reason to ask me if I was Ethiopian because apparently they've seen a lot of people like me before. Yeah. Like you could be a Carlos. You could be a Juan. You could be a Juan Carlos. 
You could be one of those. Is that racist? Is Very. it racist to make hey. mouth clicking noises? That's just Swahili. Uh, it's it's <laughs> right. I was about to say it's not racist until you attribute it to a certain <laughs> to a certain people. Like I was about to save you, but then you just shot yourself right in the ass. You could be Ching Chang Chong. You oh could be <laughs> my god! I can see how uncomfortable you get. See, this is what I'm talking about. But but here's here's what I'm saying. We need to be able to joke like that. Like I'm clearly joking. No, right? I'm having a good time. I'm but, having yeah, a good time. Yeah. Well, but I'm clearly. But but people don't know that. And if someone heard this, that's it. Shut down. Yes. The wrong. Which, which is and okay. I'm, is that is I'm that not okay? The fire right now. Is that not okay though? Is that not okay that they can shut you down? For it's not okay. That 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 is that is offensive. For but shutting down an ideology I'm that is outdated by lots of shit that people say, then you should say something. Nobody. But, no, said, but I'm a straight white guy. No one wants to listen to me. We we care what you say. No, you don't. Yes, we do. No, you don't. <laughs> because first of all, there's you not only mu- there's care not when much, you have to care. There's not much for you to complain about. Like if I'm the president, and then you have to care. But if if Joe Biden but there's not going to be a was th- stumbling around a guy like me's not going to look going to become president forgetting though. what he's talking about you wouldn't give a shit but but you know you sit next to him on a park bench and you're just talking to him and he's there watching his grandkids play in the playground and uh, you know he he forgets what he's talking about halfway through you're like oh it's no big deal you don't give a shit right or if he says like some crazy racist shit I mean it might bother you but you're like what I, He's old. He's got dementia, clearly. But then, but since he's the president, he's the president, and people follow what he says, right. that's what I'm saying. You don't care about what he thinks as much unless you like you have to, right? And this goes back to Twitter. No, they're not going to ban you for saying something if you're just an average Joe. But if you're Joe Biden, they're definitely going to care. Mm. It's so, a tale of two Joes, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna name this podcast. It's a messy, yeah. No, it's a messy. It's messy. It's very messy. Um, if anything, I think that there needs to be more checks and balances in social media. I don't think it's inherently a bad thing, but I think that there do need to be checks and balances where the the social media overlords don't just have like a totalitarian authority over everything because. It's yeah. not a big deal if they censor me and you. It's whenever they start censoring yeah, people who have influence. And you're, that's what you're saying. You're I'm saying dope that, as shit. Well, yes, you are. But what I'm saying is that they're only, they're, they're only censoring people who are of influence. But what happens when they're only censoring people who influence ideas that they don't agree with? Then that definitely becomes an issue. Then well, that's, that what, that's what's happening. Issue. No, it's not. If you have a lot of attention and a lot of followers... Then, you know, th- you're the one who's going to get censored, but you're also the one that has the most influence. So, like, if you're a Republican and you have, like, a very right-wing view and you express it on Twitter, which is very left-wing, then they shut you down, but they left the ex- this extreme left-wing view. They let that guy speak, but they don't let the extreme right-wing view guy speak. They're both wrong. They're both extremists. But... There's a disproportionate amount, I would say almost 100 to zero, of 
reds getting banned versus blues getting banned. And that the, that discrepancy between the two sides is what's alarming. Not that they're canceling people. It's not that they're canceling people for saying things that are wrong and extreme. It's that all of that cancellation seems to be focused on one side over the other. And see, this me and and me as a frequent Twitter user would would like to ask you. I, I want to see the proof. I want to see the proof because. I don't believe so. I have seen equal on both sides get canceled. Um, and I will also say this when it comes to to reds and blues and all that stuff. We're going to be talking about conservatives and liberals. Let's just be honest. Conservatives are a little bit more aggressive. Like, let's just be honest. That's kind of the whole point. Liberals are a little bit laid back, a little bit more docile. Okay? Let's be honest with that. Okay? I don't agree. You... I think they're both fucking crazy. They're I both do. fucking crazy. Do. Don't get me wrong. I don't they're think both they're fucking crazy. Or docile at all. They're both fucking crazy. But but I would definitely say again, nothing is stopping you. This is America. Nothing stop from stopping you from creating your own social media platform. It's America for now. It is America for now. It's it's actually it's been China for oh, for a I was while. About to say, we're it's actually be, it's we're about been to be China. A Chinese territory. It's been China for a while. It's been China for a while. Not gonna lie. Well, so what were you saying a second ago? Because I had a really good thought that came through my head, and then I forgot it. You were saying about I want to see the proof. Oh, oh. you want to see the okay? I'm gonna give you an example right now. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. So let's say that I'm two people on Twitter. Okay. You got two people on Twitter. Okay. I want you to tell me which one is getting banned. Okay. All right. Person number one. Okay. I think that children should be able to decide when they transition genders as early as they want. That's person one. Person two. I think that children should not be able to transition from one gender into another. I don't think that that is responsible. Which person is more likely, if you say 50-50, you're fucking full of shit. No. Just so, which person is more likely to get banned? Speaking to the microphone. You can call me bullshit, you can call me bullshit, but I'm definitely saying that's a 50-50 situation. Oh my god, no! You can't possibly say that, that that's true. a 50 Because that is a common... Arg- that's no what I'm saying. You're look, 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 look. Wait a minute. Let me see. For Let me see. Being you're not... You're, no one gets banned you for that. Are, you are... First of all, you are not on Twitter. You're not a Twitter user, so you don't see what... Ha- I'm on that shit at least three hours a day. So you do not know what goes on. That is a common... That be. is a common conversation. And to be honest, the people on Twitter that are more... That are usually the, the pro... That are pro-right, that are pro... Uh, you know, kids not being able to choose. They're usually a lot more aggressive. And they usually do it to troll. I don't think you understand that there's a this is it, this this shows your um, your usage of Twitter. This shows that you don't really use Twitter because again, there's a lot of these conversations that happen constantly on Twitter. And again, typically it's the people on the left side. They're like, well, I just think you know, kids should be able to choose because I remember when I was a kid, 
that I felt like I should have been uh, born into a different body. And I really wish I wouldn't have done it. And then you have some people like, man, like I thought I wanted to change genders when I was younger. But then I didn't end up wanting to change when I got older and I realized I was just gay. Then you have some people that say, man, I think that people shouldn't be able to because you're not old enough. To, to transition and none of these guys get banned but i'm gonna tell you this each of these comments well the question is which is more likely to get banned that's a tough one that's a tough one i still think it's 50 it's not tough it's a hundred percent to zero percent no i don't think either one would get banned. the anti-trans guy is getting banned the pro-trans guy is not getting banned see and that's a very conservative red view I don't. I. I, I I'm. I'm. Not, that doesn't mean it's not true. I'm a very neutral guy. Okay. But Twitter is not. <laughs> See now you're, you're neutral. I'm not saying you would ban someone. I'm saying Twitter. No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at this from a from I don't owe Twitter shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at this from a view of what I would see and what I actually think is going on. And I can tell you right now, no. Like, I don't think... It sounds like you're taking money from Twitter. Bro, t- hey. How much are they paying you? Hey, Twitter, if you want to pay me some money, baby, I got some student loans I need getting paid off real quick. So if you want to if you want to help me out, help me out. Then that's something else we should talk about. Why the fuck is the student debt crisis so goddamn terrible? Um, Because greedy old white people. Right? Or am I wrong? I mean, okay, it, it don't cost that fucking much to go to school. Like, it doesn't cost that much to learn. Technically, you could learn for free. It doesn't cost that much to okay. educate. Other, yeah, right. Correct. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. does not cost that much to educate a student. Yeah. Okay. I think where all the additional money comes in is... You know the campuses that they have, they they put in these things to attract more people. There, they're like a corporation. Imagine that the college campus isn't a college campus. Imagine it's a business office. Okay. All these business offices are trying to recruit these young people to come work there, instead of colleges recruiting them to go to school there. Okay. okay. So these young kids, they could go to any of these places. And they might make a little more here than there, but it's not really a big deal. Not really a big difference, right? Which school are they going to go to? They're going to go to the one that has the coolest shit. So then they got to put in all this cool shit to try to attract these people there. Why? So they can make a profit. But all that shit costs money, so then they got to turn around and pass that cost on to you. And furthermore, I, th- I think that there's just a lot of fuckery. There and, and there is, and, and we've known this for a while. I, I'm not saying anything that's, that's new, like the whole textbook thing, like where textbooks are hundreds of dollars. And they re, they rearrange the same words every year just so you have to buy a new version of the same goddamn book every year. Right, and then they'll requi- right. They'll, they'll move a picture from page 5 to page 6, call it a new version, and now you have to buy they don't make it you know and then you don't even use the fucking thing yeah i swear back when i was in school i would spend almost a thousand dollars on textbooks and we would never open them and then you take them back to like resell them and it's a fifth of the price right it's a fifth of the price and that's if they don't come out with a new version between the time because if they come out with a new version they won't even take the fucking old version because it's useless Something that they did nowadays that's that 
that's pretty smart is that now whenever you buy a textbook also all your tests are going to be online okay mm -hmm. so whenever you buy a textbook it comes with a certain code you still got to pay for it you still have to pay for it yeah you still have to pay which for it which is insane so you have it to literally cost nothing so you have to pay for it so you have to get this special code and only it can only be used one time and it's associated with a certain student okay so whenever it's associated with a certain student then whenever the next person that buys that textbook they can't just buy the textbook because they're only going to be able to read. If they take that particular class, and even if it is the same version of the book, they have to buy a whole new book because they need that code. Yeah. So it's just it's it's just right. And and they keep track on their end of how if the code's been used, it's no good anymore, and you can't get the book. That's what I'm saying. Twist. But like, why? What is the? Why do they have to charge you for this? They used to tell you that they had, you know, they used to have to cover, I get it, like when it's printed and it's been shipped, you know, these people, they, they go, you have to pay the people to put the book together, they, and then they got to ship it, and then it's got to sit on the shelf, and the store's got to make a profit. Like, I get why they would charge it then, but if it's all online, and these people write it one time, these publishing companies, they buy it from these authors, you know, the, the money's not going to the authors. The money's going to the publishing company, the distribution company. So, you know, they buy it from... So the authors of the book get paid up front. Yes. Like, they're good. Now, the distributors, though, then they're the ones that do all the fuckery. Where they're like, well, we paid $10,000 for this book, or $50,000 for this book. We want to make a profit. We want to make millions off of this small investment. And so that's how they do it. But, like... I don't understand why they have to charge you that much just for you to be able to learn. Like, you could go online and learn for free. True. I just... I don't know why we have to charge people for things that don't cost any money. Like, if you want to charge them, like, a few dollars just to make your money back, like, I get that. Or the authors. What if the authors just distributed it directly to, they opened up a website. They had, like, their own website. And they just distributed it themselves directly and cut out the fucking middleman. I don't know if there's, like, a law saying you have to have a distributor. There might be. Like, with alcohol. They're like in Texas, I don't know if you know this, but in Texas, you, like, if you have a brewery and you make beer, you cannot sell directly to the consumer unless it's like, some millions. <laughs> unless it's at, um, like a bar, like if you have a brewery and then they come to your bar and then you can mm -hmm. serve them directly there, mm -hmm. but like you can't sell them like a six pack mm -hmm. and they take it home. Mm -hmm. they ca you can't do that. And the reason why is because there's this huge lobby of alcohol distributors. And I learned this when I was working that job where I was stocking beer. Right. There, Did he keep? Yeah. So there's this huge lobby that um, they enacted laws that make it literally illegal for uh, manufacturers, which are the breweries where the beer is made, to distribute directly to the consumer forcing these people to go through the middleman because technically if this brewery like uh, Deep Ellum in Dallas if they wanted if without this law if they wanted to buy a truck and 
pay someone to drive around to deliver it to grocery stores. They could if the law wasn't there, but because of the laws, and they could maximize their profits, they could make more money, right? But because this law is in place, it makes it illegal, from my understanding, unless I'm wrong. But, like, I know that you have to go through a distributor. You cannot sell directly, so it forces you to move. So there might be the same thing going on with books, maybe. I don't know, where you have to have a distributor. Because they will. They'll fucking write laws that didn't used to exist that make it to where you have to use them if you want to make money. They're like the mafia. To generate more cash flow. Yes. Just to generate more cash flow, Yeah, but, it, but it's these people who run these giant distribution companies who lobby for Congress to pass these laws to make it to where you have to keep using their They're service. Just, like yeah. it, has, it makes it illegal to not use them, which is insanity, which is not a free market. Like a free market is supposed to be where... I have a product. If you like it, you buy it. I make money. You can do what the fuck you want with it. And if you like it, you tell your friends, and then your friends come and they buy it, they like it, they tell two friends, so on and so on. Right? That's a free market. And then if you have shitty beer, no one buys your shit, you go out of business. Right? It might be shitty beer, but if people like it, or if people are talking about it, you'll generate profits that way. But now, now I see what you're saying. Yeah, but now it's not good enough to have great beer. You can have the best beer. You can have the best beer on the planet. Your marketing is what has to be top one. But if you can't get it to consumers because you can't afford to pay the middleman, then you're never going to make it. So that's... I think that there's a lot of fuckery going on in colleges, too. I mean, I don't know all the ins and outs about... That's one of the biggest scams. I mean, you're told that you have to go to college, you need a degree... I mean, I think Elon Musk said it best. He didn't go to Harvard, but the people that work for him did. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Like, that's that's what I was talking to you about dinner. Yeah. You know how um, at dinner we were talking about how the jig is up. Like your generation, you're 23, yeah. right? So, people in your generation and your age range, uh, they do not believe anymore in the American dream. They're, no. They used to sell you the American dream, how you could move here, you could start at the bottom, you could work your way up, and you could make a successful life for yourself. But we now know that that was just Bullshit. a sack of shit. It was a marketing It scheme. was something to keep you showing up to work every day and pushing those buttons and pulling those levers with a smile on your face because you knew that if you might eventually make it, you'd keep doing it. Okay? So... But the jig is up now, because that's clearly not happening. No one gets rich by starting off in the mail room and working their way up to the first floor and then working their way up over 20, 30 years to CEO. If that happens, it is so extremely rare that out of 350 million people, there's only maybe a handful in, in America. Most CEOs of, of major companies or big companies, they were fired. Or they, they quit their job and decided to start their own endeavor in that particular field of, of business. Like, like Mark Cuban, he was he was wasn't he he was fired from a software company, so he created his own. You know, he he created his own businesses, stuff like that. That you're you're right. The jig is up, man. We we know that, you know, a college degree can only get you so far, and everybody, 
you know the that market is so f- diluted now i guess you could say because everybody saturated saturated thank you that's what i needed so mm-hmm. saturated because you know for 40 50 years the generations before us they all went to go get a degree so now they're the ones that have the degrees they have the job experience and they're still struggling going from check to check so they're not going to quit anytime or retire anytime soon so what is there for us and that's why we turn to things like social media that's why you see us trying to be uh tiktok influencers and and instagram models and and you know uh things like that because first of all we just don't like listen to what the fuck anybody says we would rather be our own boss anyways which is smart that's the best route to go i think but hey i'm a gen z so who knows what i'm talking about and then second of all we just know that the only real degrees that are really needed are your stems you know like your your engineering your medical or like me i'm going to pilot school you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need that. You know, you can't just become a pilot and start flying commercial and cargo across flight on these wide-body 747s and Airbuses, you know, just because you feel like it and just because, you know, you, you did some research online. You know, you have to have your certificates. So, those are really the only times when I feel like, or trade schools, I feel like those are the only times when a degree actually comes into play. And I think that's what you're going to start seeing a lot more of. I think your general uh, degrees are going to start falling into the background you know people are gonna go they're gonna get their degrees to study you know maybe some people they just want to get the information or the knowledge and they're gonna run with it but other than that whenever you're looking for a career the last thing you're gonna do is is try to go to college you're gonna try to leverage whatever you're doing um and try to try to make that an influence so go ahead go ahead well no i was just gonna i'm, I'm just saying yeah like i mean i i totally agree with what you're saying you know, I've been saying for a long time um, that, you know, kids, they need to look more into trades. And in fact, I've, I've had this conversation several times with people where I think that high school needs to be structured very differently yeah. than what we're doing right now. Like, I think that there needs to be a college route and I think there needs to be a trade route. I think this whole thing of like, you know, assuming that every uh, high school kid wants or needs to go to college and we we train them for that you know there's there's no there's nobody pushing them in the direction of trade and in fact it's frowned upon it's almost like oh you went to a trade school like it's almost frowned upon but i'm i think that it should be just like college where like your freshman year your sophomore year you have like certain basics you have to have right your sciences your math stuff like that right reading writing stuff like that right and then once you get into your junior and senior years, you go into your junior year, you get to decide, okay, I'm going to go the college route or I'm going to go the trade route. And if you're going the college route, then, um, you know, you, you keep doing what, what we're doing now, basically, with juniors and seniors. You keep taking advanced classes and you, you college prep. It's all college prep. They do a lot of dual credit stuff. Where when they get to college, they're already a sophomore or a junior, whatever. Uh, or go to the trade route and then spend those two years as a junior and a senior still taking classes but just classes that are geared towards preparing you for a trade there are people who are in high schools and they're graduating with a welding certificate yeah and they go out and they start making money at a young age they have no college debt and they are making good money i mean it's not they're not getting rich but damn, 
I mean, when you factor in the fact that they don't have college debt to overcome, they're not starting $100,000 in the hole. They're starting at zero. You know, fifty or $60,000 a year as a young man is really good money, especially yeah, especially when you're not, you know, in debt. Way in the hole. Yeah. And not only that, it also gives you time to think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's be honest. What 18 and College is always there. You can always exactly. go back to college if you want. But what 18-year-old, 17-year-old really knows what they want to do. You know what I'm saying for the next 50 years of their life. You know, and being able to come out and making a decent amount of money, enough that's a livable wage, you know, like if you know, most people could say, okay, you don't have to go to college, but what else am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to work at McDonald's, you know, making ten, fifteen an hour. Am I supposed to work at Dollar General where I'm making seven fifty an hour? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not livable. You know, so if you can do something like that, and it gives you the ability to to give yourself two, three years to to live your life and and figure out what you really want to do, figure yourself out. Because when you're in high school, you're you you wake up, you go to high school, you you know you you do whatever they tell you to do. You know, you have to raise your hand and ask if you can go use the fucking bathroom. You know what I'm saying? And then you want me to two months later come out and tell you what the fuck I want to do for the rest of my life. You know, that just doesn't make any sense. And there's also a few other things I feel like they should teach in high school. I feel like they should teach money management. Yeah, I, I feel like they should teach money management, money skills. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should teach uh, how to do your taxes. Um, I feel like they should teach you things like... Uh, you know, real estate, like real estate market. They don't teach any of these things in high like school. Practical, real world applications yeah. of what you can. Yeah, real world classes. I feel like there there should be a program that we should start to well, where we start implementing those into schools. You know, they used to have home ec back when I was in school. I, I took home ec. You took home ec. I, yes, and all home ec is it's a give me because all you do is you sit in home ec and pretty much you you. You cook. That's all you do. You you cook certain dishes. You make you have to make a casserole one week. You got to make some pasta another week. That's the home ec. Yeah. That's the home ec classes these days. Is you cook food. Well, I think it, like if you treated it like a real class, like you you know you had some push behind it, and it was like an official thing. It wasn't just uh, hey do whatever you want. Like if we made it a structured class with set objectives, and it wouldn't have to be home ec. It could be like. Home ec could be part of it. You could call it, you know, whatever you want. You could call it practical life skills or something. I don't know. But um, home ec could be part of it. Like cooking could be part of it. But then you could also do stuff like um, money management and all the things that we're talking about. Right. Like it could all be rolled into one course. Um, and then that could be part of like the the trade route. Yeah. Or, yeah. Not the college route, but the trade route. So I th- I think that, you know, we need a restructuring of that. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But that doesn't mean that young people can't still just take it upon themselves to just look into trades and start a, a apprenticing or something underneath someone while they're still in high school. A lot of people a lot of people don't know that that route exists though. Yeah, you know? because we don't tell them about exactly. it. Exactly. All we tell them is college, college, college. Exactly. A lot of people don't know that route exists. A lot of people don't know they can just do trades. A lot of people don't know that at 18 years old, if you want to, you can start your own business. You know what I'm saying? My friend Avery Dodson, that's what he did. He started his own business. Just And it was, it, you know, don't get me wrong. It's, you know, he was doing house care work, putting up, you know, Christmas lights for people, taking them down, 
you know, weed eating grass and stuff like that. But by the time he graduated at 18, by the time we were 20, he had bought a house. He had bought a brand new truck. He had bought his girl a car. He he had proposed to her with a nice ring. You know what I'm saying? He had had all these things that we're told that we're supposed to, to get done when we're 25, 26. You know, after we go to college, we take on the debt. You know, then we got to take on the debt for the house. You know, he had paid for all these things in cash. And just because he started his own lawn care business right out of, out of high school. Yeah, no, I, and I think more people need to do that. But then, you know, if every kid goes out and starts mowing lawns, we're going to run into that saturation thing again. You know, well, it doesn't have to just be mowing lawns, but anything that you're good at. Like, let's say if you're a girl and you're good at making bracelets or if you make organic diapers, you know, or you, you know, just, you know, reusable toilet paper. You know, anything that you that you're interested in, any niche that you have, especially nowadays with social media, is profitable. Okay, because there's always going to be a particular group of people that are going to follow you. So people, I think that's one thing that my generation is starting to learn is that no matter how weird you are, no matter what you do that, you know, may have got you bullied for when you were a kid, there's going to be at least enough people to, to pay your living, to pay your way through life if you are able to market it and if you put in the elbow grease to to get your name and get your product out there yeah there's a lot of a lot of careers you can go into there's necessary stuff um like plumbing electrical stuff like that these are all things that people take advantage of or they take for granted and then i realize that there's people who actually uh have are on the back end making all of that stuff happen and it's stuff you literally can't live without well most people so, you know, stuff like that, I wish more people would. But you are. I mean, you're being a pilot. So tell me about that. When did you, when did you first know that you wanted to, like, or when did, when did the thought first enter your mind that maybe being a pilot would be a career that you wanted to pursue? Well, it's, it's actually kind of funny because ever since I made the decision to be a pilot, everybody assumes that it's something i've been wanting to do since i came out the womb because apparently every pilot that's every pilot that's ever been in the sky and actually became a pilot that's all they've ever wanted to do their entire lives i'm gonna be honest with you guys i didn't i'm gonna say about a year ago i didn't give a fuck about being a pilot i didn't give a shit like really i never was interested in being a pilot i never was unless it was like a fighter jet and i got to do some cool shit but then i was like nah because there's a chance i get to get blown up and that's just that doesn't sound too nice to me but the time uh, first of all it was really whenever i flew whenever i actually flew the plane i got my hands on the controls and it was really the adrenaline rush it was really just like look like my life's in our hands everybody else there was three of us on the plane i was like all three of our lives are in my hands right now if i screw up then we're dead and to me i'm kind of an adrenaline junkie that was just really nice to just have that power I have a complex. But by the time you got into the plane to fly it for the first time, you had obviously had thoughts about it. Or you wouldn't have been there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when did you first have the the first thought before you ever actually got in a plane? I would say, well, first of all, what I did was called a discovery flight. And anybody that has an interest in being a pilot can go do. You can go to a school and some you have to pay for them. Thankfully, this one I went to, I didn't have to pay for it. But they'll take you up on a plane, get your hands on it, and let you fly a little bit, see if that's what you want to do. 
and um and and i think for anybody that even if you don't want to be a pilot i think it's just a good experience to have and go try to do now the first time that i really thought like being a pilot might be something i would do is when i think it was really when i went to uh to barcelona really when i went because just flying over the water for that long my my thoughts were i'd never really been on planes before and i you know went on a 24-hour journey i was in the air for you know 13 hours on at one point on one leg and i was like if this if this bitch goes down i'm not gonna see it i'm not gonna know what's wrong you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna know the cause of it and i have nothing to stop it i just had to put my faith in the in the hands of these two guys up front or well actually it's an international fight so there's three guys up front but i have to put my faith in these three guys up front and whoever built the plane and i think that's where i really started thinking it was like if I go down, or if, if I'm in the air, I want to be the one that's in control. You know, <laughs> I want to be the one. I want to know what the fuck's going on. If I'm headed on a straight dive down to the ground at 180 miles per hour, I want to see it coming, and I want to know. What's if going anybody's on. gonna kill all these people on it's this gonna plane, be me, it's it. gotta be me. Damn it. Um. So, okay. So. What's the plan? Like you, you go to pilot school, you graduate, then then what? So the FAA, the which you're about to start pilot school. You're not in it currently, but you're about no, to. No, I'm about to so start. Like, so 18 months, you'll be done. Yes. Ish, and yes. then and then what? So so pretty much the FAA requires you to have 1,500 hours of flight time before you work for any type of regional or uh, international carrier. Um, so I will end my, after 18 months, I'll start flying week one. After my 18 months, I will only have 250 hours of flight time. That is just through the school. Now I have to, if I want any extra time, I have to do that outside of that. Okay. And how do you do that? So just by renting a plane, there's only so many hours you can fly. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but there's only so many hours you can fly a week because you know they don't want tired pilots in the air obviously you know handling their aircraft but um so i'll also be a certified flight instructor by the time i get out after my 17 18 months and so i'll be able to teach other people how to fly okay okay but you said you had to rent a plane yes so is that more money out of your pocket yes so you got to pay for school and then you got to pay to rent a plane to, teach. to get 1,250 more hours. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Also, though, also... How much does that cost? Jesus Christ. I mean, it just depends. Sometimes you might have a buddy that you might find in flight school. He has a rich daddy. They got they have planes, and you can just hop in there with them. You don't have to pay for it, and you can go. Or else, um, at my particular school, what they do is that they have this process where if you, know, if you do well in class... They always have new students coming in. They always need new flight instructors. So they'll bring you in as soon as you get through uh, with your program at the school. Once you're done with your 18 months or whenever, you know, 20 months. It depends on what program you do. You can come back in and you can be a flight instructor for them. And you don't have to you don't have to spend money on 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 that. You know, they'll pay you to, to be a flight instructor and things like that. And people will pay you to be their flight instructor. So you might have. You know, Joe Blow over here, he wants to be a private pilot. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to go to school. He just wants to get his private pilot license, and he just needs some hours. 
you know he want, he's gonna take his check ride he's gonna get his check ride uh, you know all of that on his own he just needs somebody to fly with he'll pay you to, to fly with him and you can use that to pay for the money to you know to pay for the plane and and all that type of stuff so there's ways to profit from it um but i mean well is it, is it profitable enough is it lucrative enough to like for that to be your job no to be honest i'll probably have to work um another job on top of that um while i'm doing my private while i'm doing my cfi while i'm training people i'll probably have to get my own you know another job on the side i can DoorDash or you know do something like that but um no that you know it's it, it just depends and it depends on how i mean you know if you're a great you know if you if you can market it like if you went on to, let's say this is where social media could come into handy you say hey i'm a certified fight instructor you unless know unless you call caitlin bruce exactly unless i call caitlin bruce you know but uh you know things things like that you i mean that's just that's just how it goes you well, know what I'm how saying? long does it take you to get 1250 hours some people it takes a few months some people it takes five years it just depends on how if you're able to get it done but it's usually pretty rewarding because typically you start off at you know 65 70 a year and then um especially with the pilot shortage right now uh, i think i just saw something recently like regional carriers which are usually the low paying ones um they're paying 247 dollars an hour right now for their pilots so and, and that's that goes back to what we're talking about like people don't even know that that's an option exactly so like, there's people that probably didn't even ever think of being a pilot and then they hear you for the first time like oh shit i didn't even think about that because i mean like i know people fly but i never thought about being a pilot i never thought about being a lot of things when i was young me neither uh because you know, like if i could go back i mean i probably wouldn't go to college i'd probably do a trade and i probably have a lot more money than i do right now yeah but um you know that's neither here nor there but my point is is that i'm glad that you found something you want to do i hope it works out for you and i gotta cut this off short well i don't know if this is short we're an hour and 24 in so i don't know if this is cutting it off short but i do have to go i think so. we're getting a little bit of a podcast lag anyways right now yeah well yeah i mean i can keep going because you know too. i'll fucking talk forever yeah but um but you know i do have to go because i've got a pick up Owen so tonight yeah what time 10 15 I know it's late but it's a unique situation so yeah he'll probably be asleep in the car yeah but we need to go yeah and then he'll just wake up here and he'll be like how the fuck did I get here um okay well that's it I love you buddy love you too good luck in pilot school appreciate it please don't die I'm gonna try not to that's my job is to not die all right everybody have a good day or night or whatever time it is bye okay thanks for listening that's today's show sorry i had to cut it off short there at the end quick shout out to our sponsors pabst blue ribbon pabst blue ribbon has been trusted by rednecks everywhere since 1967 if you don't like getting drunk, if you like staying sober, but still waking up the next day with a hangover like you did get drunk, then Paps Blue Ribbon is for you. An exclusive offer to this just in listeners, if you go to papsblueribbon.com, 
enter in the promo code this just in, you will get 0% off their products. That's right. Exclusive to this just in listeners, 0% off your next order from pabstblueribbon.com. Have a good night, everybody. I love you.